And welcome to Catholic Drive Time. This is your host, Adrian Fonseca. Today is Friday, December 1st, 2023, the Feast of St. Eligius. St. Eligius, which I'm probably not saying that right, it's a French name. However, I just want to point out, it's a 6th century French name, so I don't think it's probably pronounced the same way that people would pronounce it in French today. And that's my defense, and I'm sticking with it. He was born in 588 in Limoges, France, and displayed exceptional craftsmanship from a very young age. He became a renowned goldsmith. In fact, he was commissioned to make a golden throne for King Clotaire II. He crafted two thrones with the gold provided. The king, who was pleased by his honesty, appointed him the master of the treasury. The true, is it not? And after Clotaire, St. Eligius served King Dagobert as chief counselor. He started handling the treasury matters, and he was also entrusted with diplomatic missions, including one to the Brenton king, St. Judicio. And despite duty, St. Eligius felt drawn to monastic life, and during Listening trips, he admired he admired monastic order, and when possible, distributed alms to the poor, personally serving and caring for them. He was sent to negotiate with the Brentons, and he succeeded, and King Judicio renounced the, the crown to enter a monastery. St. Eligius himself was drawn to monastic life, but could not leave his civic duties. In 639, after Dagobert's death, St. Eligius finally became a priest, and a later, and year later, he became the bishop of Noyon Torigny. He ventured into Flanders, converting the pagans, destroying idols, and working miracles. During a particular sermon against paganism, a By mob night. threatened St. Eligius, and unyielding, he prayed to God to, to deliver those souls unto the devil. Let me share with you what his prayer was. His prayer was, Lord, I beg thee to deliver to the devil the souls of these audacious men who dare resist thy precepts. By the torments the devil will inflict upon them, they will learn to repent thy infinite power and give glory to thy name. Immediately, some 50 of the more insolent of his attackers were possessed by the devil. The rest of the multitude, fearing the same fate, fell upon them, knelt before the saint, promising to do whatever he would command. St. Eligius calmed the mob, but did not free any of those possessed men. The next year, however, on the same feast day of St. Peter, he ordered the 50 unfortunate persons to come before him. Then he prayed to God and sprinkled them with holy water. The devil left their souls, and from this incident, the entire region converted. So St. Eligius used the possession as a lesson, as a lesson to understand the importance of God and the rejection of pagan idols. This is a very important thing to keep in mind. Now, St. Eligius, him and his time exemplified a balanced On. sanctity, equally shining whether crafting gold thrones or serving the poor. His life counters modern ideas against the church's pomp and, rich and richness. Uh, many people will say, oh, we got to sell all of the churches and give the money to the poor. And this, of course, is not a good idea. First of all, who are you going to find to buy 
all of the wealth of the church. And second of all, uh, the, and so, so then, (laughs) okay. So what do we ask for from St. Eligius on this, his feast day? So let us ask St. Eligius to give us the balance between justice and mercy that he so wisely exercised so that way we may show goodness to the good and force against the evil to better serve our lady as he did. So that's what we should ask for from St. Eligius on this, his feast day. I think it's something that we got to keep in mind, especially Whenever people try to say, oh, you cannot be Catholic in the temporal sphere, you can just stay in your room and pray, pray in the silence of your heart, pray at church, uh, but in your life, you don't have to be that way. St. Eligius shows that we should be a model of justice and mercy, both spiritually and temporally, and recognizing the necessity for chastisements. A chastisement can often be the one thing that will get people to convert, to abandon their previous lives, to be possessed by the devil for that one year is a pretty bad chastisement for both body and soul. But we know that it is by that that we can learn a well-oriented and strong charity of soul. So St. Eligius, pray for us. Now, we have uh, some things going on behind the scenes at the moment. And so we'll get to uh, Rudy Carlos in a little bit whenever he is uh, ready to go with whatever it is that's going on behind the scenes. Uh, but thank you very much to Rudy Carlos for uh, courageously being behind the board today. Uh, a lot going on, but we're, we're surviving it. We are surviving it. So nonetheless, that's what's going on behind the scenes. Coming up today, though. In the next hour, we actually have our, our I was going to, for some reason, I keep wanting to say summer, our Christmas 2023 share Joy to the world is a theme, and you can call in starting at the 7 o'clock hour. Now, I did want to mention this. It's kind of funny. So I went to the uh, bathroom earlier, and um, I'm not going to share with you about that, but I went in, and right, and the music is playing. There's Christmas music playing in the bathroom. And here's the thing. Okay, I love Christmas music. I'm a huge Christmas music fan. But gee whiz, could we like not have these songs that are just like they redo these songs and try to make them modern and hip and cool and they sing them in a different way. And I'm like, can we just stick with the Christmas classics? That would that would be that would be awesome. That would be ideal if we could do that. I would be very appreciative if we were able to do something like that, because I was listening and they were singing drummer boy, right? But they have the electric guitar going and they're like banging on the drums and they're like all these, they added lyrics and these other things into the mouth of the drummer boy. And I'm like, eh, it's not really, it's not into really it. the same song. I don't really know what's going on. So um, whenever I become king and I am uh, ruling over, America or Texas, you know, King of Texas. I'll take that as well. Emperor of America, King of Texas. Either way is fine. When that happens, I am going to make it so it's either classic Christmas music or no Christmas music at all. That's binding, completely binding uh, to everyone in my kingdom. So just letting you know that ahead of time. 
for when that happens. Okay, so coming up in this hour at 15 past the hour, I have some election news roundup for you. Uh, plus, the Daily Wire is release- releasing a new trans comedy movie. Uh, some thoughts about that. We'll talk about that coming up at 15 past the hour. At 30 past the hour, Michael Brown with Spirit Daily will be joining us to talk about his book, Future Events. So that's coming up in this hour. You're going to want to join us for that. But let's begin with prayer. Uh, today is December 1st, so we are moving on from November. November dedicated to the Holy Souls, and so we prayed for them. And the month of November, or December rather, is devoted to the infant king, and devoted to our Lord in his infancy, as what would make sense, right, leading up to Christmas. It's also dedicated to the Immaculate Conception, but we're going to focus on the Divine Infant King, not because I don't want to focus on the Immaculate Conception, just that's just what we're going to do. <laughs> I just I was bantering about it. I was like, oh, then it would be a really long prayer in the morning. Uh, so I made a choice, and this is what we chose. So let's begin with prayer. We're going to pray. You have going on in your life. We'll be praying for that, for the salvation of souls, the liberty and exaltation and hope friends, family, and benefactors, and all those that we promise to pray for. We pray for all of those things uh, today. And so we also pray for a successful share that everything goes smoothly, everything goes well. We pray for my uh, grandfather as well, that he be recover well from his sickness, um, that he be healed miraculously. So we're prayer to the divine infant king. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. O divine infant Jesus, I have recourse to thee. Please, through thy blessed mother, assist me in this necessity because I firmly believe that thy divinity can help me. I hope with confidence to obtain thy holy grace. I love thee with all my heart and with all the strength of my soul. I repent sincerely of my sins, and I beg thee, O good Jesus, to grant me the strength triumph over them. I resolve nevermore to offend thee, and I come to offer myself to thee with the intention of enduring everything rather than to displease thee. Henceforth, I desire to serve thee with fidelity, and for the love of thee, O divine infant, I will love my neighbor as myself. All-powerful infant, O Jesus, I implore thee again, assist me in this need. Grant me the grace of possessing thee eternally with Mary and Joseph, and of adoring thee with the angels in the heavenly court. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. And I don't know. Rudy, are you good to go? Okay, we're going to go to the news with Rudy Carlos. Good morning. You're listening to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. Here are just some of your breaking news and headlines this morning. The cybersecurity agency warns that water utilities are vulnerable to hackers after Pennsylvania attack. Hackers are targeting industrial control systems used by water utilities, posing a potential threat to water supplies, warns the U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. Following a recent attack at the Municipal Water Authority of uh, Aliquippa, Pennsylvania, attackers likely exploited cybersecurity weaknesses, including poor password security and Internet exposure. The affected equipment regulates processes across various industries. While there's no known risk to water supplies, the Cyber Defense Agency urges nationwide water utilities to enhance facility protection. And contracts to buy existing homes declined to a record low in October. 
Pending home sales hit their lowest levels since at least 2001 in October, according to the National Association of Realtors. High mortgage rates in October contributed to the lowest contract signings for existing homes in over two decades, while recent declines in mortgage rates may aid home buyers. Limited housing inventory continues to restrain demand, with pending home sales down 8.5% annually. And finally, Russia's Supreme Court outlaws LGBT activism in landmark ruling. Russia's uh, Supreme Court has effectively outlawed LGBT activism, uh, designating the movement as an extremist organization and imposing a ban. The closed-door hearing initiated by the Justice Ministry lasted uh, four hours, with the court citing signs and manifestations of an extremist nature. Part of a decade-long crackdown, the decision prohibits organized LGBT rights defense activities. And uh, the ruling aligns with President Putin's emphasis on traditional family values. Those are some of your headlines this morning, but stay tuned on Catholic Drive Time for more. Thank you, Rudy, for keeping us up to date. The gospel today comes from Luke 21, verses 29 through 33. A lot to cover. We'll see how much we can get through. Verse 29 and 30 says, And he spoke to them a similitude. See the fig tree and all the trees. When they now shoot forth their fruit, you know that summer is nigh. Now, Cornelius Lapide explains this. He says the fig trees only puts forth its leaves during the influence of heat because its sap is exceedingly sweet and therefore concocted. And that is because the need for the heat of summer. So symbolically, therefore, Christ would intimate that his saints and elect ought to bring forth the most sweet and abundant fruit of good works so that they may deserve to taste in the summer of the resurrection the abundant sweetness of celestial glory. Now, there's more that could be said here, but I want to skip over to this. He says, Amen, I say to you, this generation shall not pass away till all things be fulfilled. In verse 31, it says, These things shall come to pass. Know the kingdom of God is at hand. Now, here, Cornelius Lapide lays out five theories of the end of the world. Also, he says that one theory of the end of the world, many suppose that the world will come to end after it has existed for 6,000 years as it was created in six days, according to the saying or prophecy of Elias. Very Now, here, the it's really interesting because he says this opinion is probably true as he shows in length in Apocalypse 20, verse 4. What's interesting about this to me, and we're not going to have time to go through the rest of them, uh, well, maybe we will. The Apocalypse 20, verse 4 says, uh, when he talks about it here, he says that the birth of, of Adam would have taken place around the time of 4,026 B.C. So 6,000 years would be 2026, theoretically. So that's really interesting if one was to believe that uh, the world was going to last for 6,000 years, then we're coming up on 6,000 years, theoretically. Now, of course, many people today would not believe in the young Earth, that the Earth is only four to 6,000 years old, and... Then, well, if that's if it's true that the earth is not young, then it's probably not a correct prophecy. But if it is true, I guess we'll find out pretty soon, because uh, if the world ends in the next three years, then I guess Cornelius Lapide was right and the young earth creationists are right. The other theory he gives, he says some think that there will be just as many years after Christ to the end of the world as there were from the creation to Christ. Now, this is this is the happening because that this is happening because our Lord, this is happening because the 4,000 years 
So what what Cornelius Labate is saying here is there will be 4,000 years from the birth of Adam to Christ, and then 4,000 years from Christ to the end of the world. So that would be 8,000 years. So and we either the world's going to end in three years or it's going to end in 2,000 years. So we either have a short time or a long time. I tend to think that it's probably going to be a long time. Now, there's other theories, and maybe we'll talk about them at a later date. Now, um, so let's go in to some stories that I think are worthy of note, worthy of discussion. So I want to go through an election news roundup. There were a number of election news that I want to cover really quickly when I get into this. And it was kind of interesting to see so many stories pop up around the uh, kind of election uh, election news that were very interesting to me. The most interesting story to me was this one. Chris Cuomo considers voting for Trump. Now, if you remember Chris Cuomo, he was the former CNN host. And he's a pretty staunchly Democrat. Uh, he's was kind of a master in COVID. He was raked over the coals for his horrible reporting. Now, at the time, everybody was like, oh, my gosh, Chris Cuomo, he's so great. He's amazing. Uh, but afterwards, he's been ousted. He's gone. They kicked him out because ultimately he was colluding with his brother, corruption. But what's so strange, and, you know, it makes me think maybe he's, trying to rehabilitate himself or trying to create a new niche for himself or I don't know something, but maybe it's just being honest. It's kind of strange. It's kind of funny. He said he's revealing, he reveals that he's open to voting for Donald Trump in 2024. If he's faced with a choice between Trump and president Joe Biden, he says that his belief is the country's strength is going to be fine. Irrespective of the leader. He says, we survived a Trump presidency. We've survived the Joe Biden presidency. We'll be fine. If either one of them win, and he said he would be open to voting for Donald Trump, saying that he actually his first ever vote was for a Republican. He's voted for Republicans in the past. I don't know what that means, because I don't know, maybe he meant like a local election, a small office here or there. Not sure. So we'll see what's what's the word on that end. Now, the other story out of election news is Elon Musk rejects Biden and Haley. The tech mogul Elon Musk announced his refusal to support President Joe Biden's re-election. And if you read the article, which this was reported on a number of places, but I read it from Scanner. And here he talks about the there's a number of different things that Joe Biden has done, why he would not vote for Joe Biden's re-election. He also said that he is ruling out right now voting for Nikki Haley. He will not be voting for Nikki Haley citing concerns about Biden and rejecting Haley as a, quote, pro-censorship candidate. And, well, I mean, let's be honest. We, the situation with Nikki Haley is not, not ideal. I want to be honest. Nikki Haley coming out against anonymous people. You know, it's funny. I'm not a huge pro-anonymous guy. I, I get really annoyed with anonymous people, but I get it. I understand because people don't want to lose their jobs. They want to be able to express themselves. And so I don't I don't hate on people who are anonymous, especially whenever I had a friend recently who was correcting an article from the I want to say it was the Houston Chronicle. I want to say it was the Houston Chronicle. And he was correcting them because the the journalist 
who they just hired, a new journalist on the on the Chronicle, was plagiarizing a huge portion of it. And he publicly corrected them. And what did they do? What did the journalists do in response to him issuing a correction on Twitter? They doxed him. The journalist dug up all his stuff and posted it online. And this is exactly why people want to be anonymous. Because this is the reaction people get for doing any sort of criticism whatsoever. So it's pretty, pretty crazy if you ask me. And I, that whole, that whole situation. So Haley, pro censorship candidate, she wants to make everybody reveal themselves and dox themselves. And that's not cool. And so I'm with Elon Musk. Also, the real reason why I wouldn't support Nikki Haley, to be honest, is she is a huge warmonger and I am not a pacifist, but I'm also a let's seek peace as a primary and number one goal in the situations we find ourselves in. Okay, this other story, Tucker Carlson responds to Trump's running mate offer. So Tucker Carlson laughed off the likelihood of becoming Donald Trump's running mate in 2024. He compared it to an asteroid striking the earth and expresses difficulty in imagining a political role despite being flattered. And last story here. Well, I guess it's two stories, but I'm throwing them together. The former president, Donald Trump, expresses gratitude for an endorsement from Mark Fisher, a former leader of Black Lives Matter. Uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis criticizes Trump from celebrating endorsement from Black Lives, Matter, Black Lives Matter leader Mark Fisher. The reason why these stories are interesting and worthy of note is because Donald Trump reportedly has received at least from current polls, 20% of the black vote. This is kind of unheard of. And it is growing. It's going up and it's going higher and higher, which is causing a massive concern for Democrats because that's the vote that they consider to be locked in for them. It doesn't change for them. They don't even have to campaign for their vote because they just get it automatically. And it's really interesting. So, Donald Trump comes out and does this and immediately Ron DeSantis is like, how on earth are you going to celebrate being endorsed by Black Lives Matter? Like, that's terrible. The Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization who burned down places and started criticizing him for his response to the Black Lives Matter things that were happening, which is understandable. I completely understand the, the criticism and I agree with the criticism, generally speaking, but this is politics. He's got to win votes. If he doesn't get these votes, he's not going to win. And this makes me... Pretty much, um, without something crazy happening, I'm like 90% sure, 95% sure Donald Trump will be the nominee for the Republican Party because if Ron DeSantis is going to criticize him for accepting endorsements, that's going to grow the Republican base, which is interesting because Mark Fisher said he would not vote for anybody else in the Republican Party, just the Donald Trump. Um, that's very interesting to me. That's very, very interesting. So that story is something to keep your eyes on, especially with more of the polls coming out. And I think it'll be a very interesting election cycle coming up in 2024. Now, one last thing that I want to talk about, and probably spend the rest of the time here talking about this, is The Daily Wire is releasing a new movie. A new movie, and the name of the movie is called Lady Ballers. And it's about these men who are going to go and compete in women's basketball. 
And so it's kind of, it's an interesting idea. Though here I'll get, let me start with my my criticism of it or my concern with it. And then I'll tell you why I like it. I haven't seen it yet though. It comes out today. So the one thing that I don't that makes me uncomfortable is the fact that it's having a bunch of guys dress up as girls, which you know, I mean, uh, that's happened in theater and movies from a forever. And I guess I guess it's not it's not bad if the point of it is to mock something that's bad. So I'm kind of uh, like, you know, it just makes me uncomfortable seeing like Matt Walsh wearing a wig and seeing all these Daily Wire stars and other people. I'm like, man, the memes are going to make themselves after this. But that just generally made me very uncomfortable. And I get it. People are like, oh, in Shakespeare's time, only men played roles. And so they would dress up as women. I I guess. But we don't live in that time. And I get it. I get it. The point of it is to try to uh, make fun of what's going on there. So, you know, I, I get that. I get that. So let me tell you what I like about it, though. What I like about the movie is that it is making fun of something that deserves to be laughed at and this is why i think this is ultimately a very good thing because i've talked about this in the past that bad things should be mocked it's a laughter is war laughter is war and this is why the left will try to make reasonable positions sound ridiculous they will laugh at you they won't even make an argument you'll say something like oh i think birth control should be illegal and they will just scoff at you and just say, you think birth control should be illegal? <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Nobody would think that. And what do they do? They did not engage in any sort of argumentation. They did not defend their position. They didn't explain why it should be legal. They simply scoffed at what you said. And this is a tactic that you use in all things. You say, oh, I don't believe in gay marriage. And they're like, what are you, from the 1800s? You don't you realize we live in 2023? Like, stop being so backwards. Like, was that, was that an argument? Was that a discussion? Did you defend your position at all? The same thing happens for almost all of leftist positions because they're nonsensical. Because their positions don't make any sense, they have to reduce it to laughter. But it's so effective. It's so effective because then it becomes not even part of the conversation. People don't want to be laughed at. And so what they're doing here is they're making transgenderism something to be laughed at. Now, obviously, if somebody is suffering from gender dysphoria and they legitimately have a problem with something's wrong with their brain, well, yeah, they should see a psychologist that's going to actually help them correspond with reality. And those individuals don't need to be made fun of. But the ideology as itself and its consequences... It deserves to be made fun of. It is something that is laughable. I mean, you watch the trailer, and one of the opening scenes is this guy wrestling this woman, and I think it's like college wrestling, and the guy is a hulking man, and he just lifts up the girl and slams her into the mat. And you're like, Haha, that's kind of funny. Imagine that. That's crazy. That would never happen. And you think, oh, wow, nobody would ever do that. That's, that's too on the nose. People wouldn't do those kind of things. But then you remember what happened a few years ago. 
they had a trans man compete in women's MMA. Do you remember that story? Where the guy struck the woman so hard, he fractured her skull. This is why, I mean, it's funny to see it in a comedy, but then you realize that this is actually happening in real life. And I side note, I mean, women shouldn't be competing in MMA anyway. I think it's kind of crazy to uh, to put women in, in combat situations uh, very much against the dignity of, of women. But on a separate note, or back to the main point, rather, it is good to laugh at these things. It is good to make fun of these things. It should be something that is derided, that is considered absurd. And they do a really good job when you watch the trailer. And I'm I'm planning on watching the movie, so I'll give you our review of it next week. Uh, but it will be exclusive to Daily Wire Plus, so only Daily Wire Plus subscribers will be able to watch it. But the here's the thing. Laughter is war. And so what we make fun of, what we're allowed to make fun of, think about it this way. In times past, you were not allowed to make fun of God. There were blasphemy laws. You could be thrown in prison. You could be punished. You could be scourged. All these things could happen to you if you decided that you were going to blaspheme Almighty God. So, so nowadays, what are the new blasphemy laws? You can blaspheme God all you want and they'll say freedom of speech, but you can't blaspheme the orthodoxy of the left. You cannot make fun of transgenderisms. You can't make fun of any of those things. So I say, let's make it okay to make fun of bad things and not okay to make fun of good things. That's what I say. Let's bring back comedy and bring back respect for Almighty God. We'll be right back with Michael Brown coming up right after this. Are you feeling lost in a sea of overwhelm? Hi, this is Coach Felicity with Stand Tall Today Coaching Minute. Many people find themselves challenged with overwhelm. Too many things to take care of, too many people to please, too much work to do. And in spite of their best efforts, they continue to fall behind with this overwhelm coming in like a flood. But that's not the abundant life that Jesus wants you to live. That's why Stand Tall Today has experienced professional coaches that will assist you in dialing down that overwhelm. They'll help you get a grasp on where you are and to create a plan that enables you to take bite-sized steps of action so you can live an abundant life. Why not take your first step right now? Go to StandTallToday.com and find a coach that is just right for you. Because life is simply too short to stay lost in a sea of overwhelm. This is Coach Felicity with your Stand Tall Today Coaching Minute. Over the years, people were treated as less than human because they were a different race, a different faith, or vulnerable. But over time, we must learn that we are all God's children, created in His image, that all human creation has an inalienable right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, a right to love and be loved. So let's cherish the sanctity of life because we know how it feels when others treat us as less than human. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm Rudy Carlos, and here are more breaking news and headlines for you. Judge backs DHS in dispute over razor wire, but spanks feds for cynical approach to border. 
A federal judge has ruled that the U.S. government can cut holes in the razor wire fencing set up by Texas along part of the Mexico border, but criticized the Biden administration for allegedly aiding illegal immigrants. U.S. District Judge Aliyah Moses denied Texas's injunction request to stop Border Patrol from cutting wire, stating the state failed to prove it was an agency decision subject to legal chain challenge. However, she rebuked the federal government for culpable and duplicitous conduct in allegedly facilitating unlawful entry. Texas officials argue that cutting wire is an illegal attack on private property. The ruling is under appeal. And Henry Kissinger, architect of population control, dies aged 100. Kissinger was a key leader in the global depopulation agenda. A 1974 National Security Study memo called the Kissinger Report, which was declassified in 1989, advocated for policies to drastically reduce fertility rates globally to combat so-called overpopulation. He uh, had a plan, and it became a reality a year later as President Gerald Ford signed the National Security Decision 314. Furthermore, Kissinger was Klaus Schwab's mentor and helped him found the globalist WEF. Uh, shortly after the beginning of the uh, COVID crisis in 2020, Kissinger called for a global post-coronavirus order and recommended a reshaping of the global order similar to Klaus Schwab's plan which was released later that year in his book, COVID-19, The Great Reset. Now, those are all your headlines today, but may God bless all of your holy efforts. Thank you, Rudy, for keeping us up to date. Now, Rudy, um, did you see that story about the the moon landing? Um, no. So apparently, and you'll, I think you'll like this story, <laughs> the U.S. is returning to the moon for the first time in over 50 years. That's pretty cool. I think it's pretty cool. Now, I'm thinking, I'm very, I, I what I want to do, and maybe this is a terrible idea, but I'm going to just say it out loud anyway. I want to, because it's going to happen, allegedly they're going to go to the moon on January 25th. On January 25th, they plan to go to the moon. And I have a friend who, honestly, he's uh, one of my closer friends um and he the first time i ever met the guy he was like dude i can't believe we've never been there pointing at the moon and so he doesn't believe in the moon landing and i was like okay so january 26th the moon landing has happened i have him on and we discuss okay so now do you still believe in the not don't believe in the moon landing do you think it's fake you think it's real and i think it might be an interesting conversation but they're planning on going, and they um, will carry 20 payloads, including five from NASA, though it actually will not be done by NASA. It's actually going to be done by a private organization, the Commercial Lunar Payload Services. Um, that's going to be the group that's going to be heading over there, and so we'll see if they if that happens. Um, we'll shall, we shall see. We shall see. And the... Peregrine Lunar Lander will be arriving in Cape Canaveral on October 31st and will launch. So I guess it landed. It must have went yesterday and will launch on December 24th. So on Christmas Eve, that'll be interesting. It'll launch on Christmas Eve and then it'll supposed to land on the moon on January 25th. Does it really take a month to get to the moon from? I didn't realize that it takes a month from launch to get to the moon that's super interesting to me 
I never considered the fact that it might take um, a long time to get to the moon. So anyway, I think it's really interesting, and I think it's pretty cool that we're going to be going to the moon again, and or maybe for the first time, if some moon landing deniers um, turn out to be correct about that. But I think it would be a very cool thing to see, and I'm sure Elon Musk is excited about that because he's made it his life goal to get to Mars, so we shall see. I, I don't know if we can get to like the getting to Mars would be kind of kind of crazy if you think about it. But joining us right now is Michael Brown. Uh, Michael Brown, the author of a new book, he explores a prophecy in his latest book, intertwining current predictions with historical and supernatural revelations. Uh, notably, an obscure enlightenment from Fatima's. Lucia, a prolific Catholic author and journalist, Michael Brown offers a distinctive perspective on this explosive journey into the future. Good morning to you, Mr. Brown. Good morning. Nice to be with you. Thanks for having me. Praise be to God. It's good to have you on. Uh, Now, Mr. Brown, I I, I have to admit, um, I'm 25 years old, and I've been told that you... uh, were made the rounds. I found out you were with uh, Mother Angelica a lot, and I just was first finding out about you a couple of days ago, and I was like, "Oh, this is crazy!" So, uh, please, I've listened to a couple of your interviews where you talk about your past. Uh, give me a brief introduction about yourself. Well, yeah, I mean, for the last thirty years, I've been writing uh, Catholic books, uh, especially about the Virgin Mary and her apparitions around the world. I've been to more than thirty of her sites of apparition. Uh, Obscure as well as famous. Um, I was once a secular journalist. I was a journalist who broke the Love Canal toxic uh, chemical case. I used to write for oh, publications from everything from Reader's Digest to the Atlantic Monthly and New York Times Magazine. And uh, my first uh, major books in the Catholic realm were Witness, about a, uh, a guy who had been in the Soviet Gulag for 20 years for being a Catholic activist. And most famously, I guess, uh, for a book called The Final hour. Um, I spoke at, uh, oh, more than 200 churches about that book and appeared uh, pretty widely to discuss that. That had to do with the apparitions of the Virgin Mary since 1830 and their messages and their relation to current times, events, and trends. So this is kind of this new book, which is called Future Events, um, A Prophecy of Coming Times, is kind of a bookend, is kind of a follow-up to that, uh, uh, 30 years later, bringing it up, up to speed as well as with new revelations. So the interesting thing to me, because you brought up in, uh, in the book about Sister Lucia's prophecy of an enlightenment, which is super interesting to me because I am a huge devotee to Our Lady Fatima. I produce videos for America Needs Fatima, and I talk about the Fatima message all the time. And so this was very interesting to me. Tell me about this. Well, it's it, it, it's thanks to uh, the World Apostle of Fatima had published a book by sister, uh, that was written by the nuns who lived with Sister Lucy some years back, nearly ten years ago. Wrote this book called uh, uh, A Pathway into the Gaze of Mary, and in the book, the nuns recounted how Sister Lucy was in agony in in the 1940s, specifically 1944, because her bishop was demanding that she finally reveal what that third secret of Fatima was, and uh, she didn't feel she had to go ahead yet from heaven, from Jesus. She was still getting apparitions of Jesus and Mary. Um, 
And, and this anxiety actually caused her to get sick. She was sick with pleurisy, and she'd be on her knees uh, just imploring heaven for some guidance. Does she do what the bishop wants? Who is she obedient to? And finally, in the midst of all of that, as she writes, if I can quote her, because uh, she says it best, um, she said, while in prayer, she felt my spirit flooded by a light-filled mystery, which is God, and in him I saw and heard the point of the flame-like lance, which detaches, touches the axis of the earth, and the earth shakes. Mountains, cities, towns, and villages with their inhabitants are buried. The sea, rivers, and clouds leave their bounds. They overflow, flood, and drag with them into a whirlpool, houses and people in a number unable to be counted. It is the purification of the world from the sin it is immersed in. Hatred, ambition cause destructive wars. Now, uh, quickly for those who don't know what the third secret was, it involved a lancer spear, flaming spear, uh, held by an angel and touching the earth as if to cause it to burst into flames. But that flame was quenched by a light coming from the Virgin Mary, the Virgin of Fatima. Um, that's that's part of this third secret of Fatima, that image. But everyone kind of figured, I know I did, that, that it meant nuclear war because Fatima had, had, Fatima had a lot to do with Russia. It had to do with the end of World War I, the beginning of World War II, and, uh, and so forth. And when you talk about the world set of, of fire, that's what we think about, nuclear warfare. But it, it was more than that. And it seems to have had to do also with great natural disasters, including geophysical events. And so uh, that's, uh, the book starts from there, but then goes with much, much more than that into other uh, alleged prophecies as well as church-approved ones and, uh, and discusses our current times. Now, we're going to go to a quick break. When we come back, I do want to talk about some of the natural phenomena that seem to correspond with these prophecies. So we'll be right back with more with Michael Brown coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Catholic Drive Time in just one moment. Hello, this is Steve Gleason with your one-minute tool for Catholic evangelism. Here's the question for your non-Catholic friend. Could there be just one word that truly sets the Catholic Church apart from all other churches? Yes, there is. Well, here's your three best friendship tools for Catholic evangelism. That word is retain. How can one word bring such distinction? Well, understanding that retain means to hold back or to keep. Jesus tells the apostles, if you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Secondly, so what does that world say about sin? The therapist says, forgive yourself. New Agers say it's just a state of mind. And the evangelical says, just tell Jesus no matter how grave the sin, he'll forgive you directly. And finally, the word retain. We all know that non-Catholics don't go to a pastor to confess grave sins. Why? Because in Protestant thinking, you get to leapfrog humans and go directly to Jesus. And guys, let's don't hide under the newest term, be accountable. Hey, we all will be accountable up to the point that it hurts, is embarrassing, or is criminal. My priest can say, Steve, your sin's not forgiven. Does your pastor? I think not. Why? Have you ever heard backlash, decreasing church attendance, and loss of revenue? There was no single event. It was more gradual. You know, eventually you just don't go one Sunday and then you don't go two Sundays in a row. Then went through a divorce and um, 
ended up being a single parent. If I didn't have church or God, I, I, I would be back at that lonely stage, that trouble stage. Whenever you get anxious and worry about things, you just know that Jesus has it under control. If you've been away from the Catholic Church for any reason, visit catholicscomehome.org. And welcome back to Catholic Drive Time. This is your host, Adrian Fonseca. Praise be to God. It's so good to be with you today. Just a reminder that coming up in just about 15 minutes, we're going to be having our 2023 Christmas share a joy to the world. That's the theme, joy to the world. What better thing to think about than joy on Christmas Day, right? So that's coming up. Make sure you are generous because we are brought to you by you, as someone famous once said. Uh, so we'd be very grateful if you would do that. But joining us right down right now is Mr. Michael Brown. He's the author of Future Events, A Prophecy of Coming Times. Good morning to you, Mr. Brown. Good morning. Great to be with you. Praise be to God. It's good to have you on. Now, before we went to break, you were telling us about the situation with Our Lady of Fatima and Sister Lucia. Now, what's interesting to me is later on in your book, um, probably like the second half of it, you start getting into some of the things that are happening in the natural sphere that seem to play with what we've seen of the prophecies. Tell me about this. Well, I think uh, especially in the last 30 years or so, we've seen just increasing signs of the times, if you want to use that expression, which I think is a good one. It's an apt one. I mean, we, we take a look at the weather events. Uh, Hurricane Katrina. You know, the name Katrina means purification. Uh, I mean, we look at the other storms that have occurred elsewhere. It can be a blizzard. It can be something in Europe. It can be a, a tsunami in Asia that is unprecedented in our lifetimes. Uh, you know, we're seeing a lot of smoke coming from various volcanoes. I was just over in Italy and Sicily and saw smoke coming from two different ones, Etna and uh, Vesuvius. But anyway, um, there are a lot of natural events that seem to be intensifying all around us. And I think that we're going to continue to see that until it reaches a high point event. Um, and, you know, you can, years ago, I interviewed close to a hundred meteorologists, climatologists, seismologists, volcanologists, uh, even was at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Pasadena to interview astronomers on the asteroid threat. And I was doing a secular book on what could happen as far as future natural disasters. And, you know, it, Adrian, it was amazing to me, because now this isn't in the Catholic prophecy realm back then, but uh, it, it amazed me how virtually all of these scientists in, in whatever field were saying that we're overdue, we're overdue, we're overdue for major events, including uh, earthquakes. We hear a lot of rumbling. So uh, uh, certainly places like Texas and Florida have seen their storms, and, and, uh, but everywhere has and everywhere will. That's very interesting, and um, I just want to was that a intentional pun? Talking about shakes and earthquakes at the same time? No, I'm just messing with you. I'm just joking. Uh, so it's interesting to me, though, because this idea of our Lord punishing through natural disaster. I mean, St. Augustine talks about in the city of God how God punishes the world with war, plague, and famine. And you think, okay, plague. And I'm thinking, okay, so that probably more corresponds with natural disaster. So a plague would be a natural disaster, and hurricanes, earthquakes, volcanoes, things like that would also be a natural disaster. 
And I think it's interesting to focus in because we kind of have this idea today. We don't really see death ever. And so this idea where a lot of the prophets, uh, a lot of the visionaries, a lot of the mystics, blessed Anna Maria Taiji, for instance, Venerable Kanori Mora, talks about a vast, vast majority of the wicked people and the good people along with them will be wiped out. Uh, but we saw that happen with the Black Plague, no? Uh, yes, we certainly did. You know, that's a very important point, because the time we're in right now is very similar to the High Middle Ages, which is when bubonic plague, the, black, the Great Black Death, occurred. And you know, Adrian, it's sobering, because I, I believe what we've seen with the COVID pandemic, uh, at least 5 million uh, who have died, um, probably many more than that. But at any rate, that's just a pre-sign, a precursor. And, and it's nothing compared to what happened with the Black Death. You had a situation there in the Middle Ages, uh, and you also had climate changing all around you. You had weather events. You had great storms. But during the high Middle Ages, you had a situation where between, <clears throat> excuse me, a quarter and a third of the people in Christian Europe and Asia and the Middle East died from that bubonic fever. So we can see that things can be a lot worse, but for the grace of God. Mm. Yes, for sure. And I think people don't comprehend how many people that is because we don't, we don't have this scale in our minds. And when we're like, we hear, oh, God's going to punish the world and the majority of people are going to die. And people are like, that's, that's crazy. That could never happen. Um, but I, those things have happened in the past. And, and people forget the Black Plague was something that reemerged over and over again. Uh, it was uh, cleansed the earth multiple times uh, throughout time. And it was a very concerning situation. You wanted to say something about that, Mr. Rohn? Well, Adrian, if, if it was a third, if it, well, if it was a quarter of the people like it was during the, the Black Death, you're talking 86 million in the United States alone dying. <sighs> If it was a third, you're talking 113 million. So, uh, yeah, a lot worse can happen. And if we don't get our act together, if we don't get off all of this cultural craziness and uh, all of this warfare that's going on spiritually and, and, and in our society, um, if we don't get away from all the sin, these things are going to transpire. Now, side question, and I didn't see this in your book, but I haven't finished it yet, so maybe it's in here. But um, I remember when I was younger, my mom telling me about a prophecy, and maybe you've heard of this. Maybe you can cite this for me. And I've searched for it, and I cannot find it anywhere, about a prophecy having to do with the West Coast of the United States. I remember it, and maybe I'm misremembering. It was a long time ago, where something about California being invaded uh, by the Oriental or California being wiped off the map or something like that. Are you familiar with that at all? Well, there have been a number to that, uh, to, you know, that uh, speak to that, uh, uh, certainly. And uh, one, of the more, the, one of the most well-known one had to do with a person who had a near-death experience and saw the future in that, uh, in that regard, saw natural disasters weakening the United States, which then opened the way for invasions by Russians, Muslims, and Chinese, and especially Chinese. So, um, yes, we certainly have seen that, and people have been predicting things for California. Some of it is obvious because it's such a, you know, it's such a earthquake-prone uh, part of the country. Um, 
but uh, also it's the it's the locus for a lot of the waywardness that we've seen in the last uh, half a century. Right, for sure. And and I mean, Saint Paul tells us that uh, God will punish punish people by giving them up to their passions and. I don't know a better example of that than San Francisco and California as a whole as, as an example of people being given up over to their passions and men lying with men and the craziness of transgenderism, which leads me to another point. Do you think that the the rapid immorality that's inconceivable at a time in 1917, Our Lady of Fatima told the children that people went to hell more for sins against purity than any other sins and I'm looking at the world today, and I'm like, it's 1917 looks like a paradise in comparison. It's amazing, and it, that's a, a, another very important point that you bring up, because uh, it was nothing compared to the immorality that's going on right now. It's crazy. We're, we're, we're committing the high sin of Lucifer, because we as a society... Uh, especially our scientific realm, is aspiring to the throne of the Creator. That's the, that's the high sin, when Satan tried to become equal to God, to, to ascend to the throne. And, uh, boy, you know, that will unleash all kinds of things. It is unleashing all kinds of things. I mean, uh, I've suffered through COVID. My wife is suffering from it right now. Uh, so many people have suffered through so many things, and it doesn't have to be physical. Look at the angst that's going on right now, the psychological aberrations, and just the waywardness, the disorientation, as was stated at Fatima, that uh, there is a diabolic disorientation, and, and uh, it's, it's all around us. It's very, very, very plain. Every, uh, right, is, right is suddenly wrong, and wrong is suddenly right. Now, I think, so here's my, my opinion, and I want to get your opinion on this. Uh, my opinion is we are not living in the end times, the time of where the second coming of Christ. Uh, I don't believe we're in that time. I believe that we are on the cusp of the great chastisement that Our Lady of Fatima predicted. And I think that's going to happen uh, probably before 2030, in my opinion. I think things, I used to say longer, but and it seems things are speeding up. Uh, that's my opinion. What say you, Mr. Brown? Where are we on the scale of things? It's it's uh, pretty much right in line with that. I, uh, you know, I I I, uh, I tend to believe a prophecy. I, we call it the 1990 prophecy. It was a anonymous locution. It's not approved by the church, um, but some of it's already come to be. And it it ended that prophecy by saying, "quote The world will not end, but change." And it also had in that prophecy. It said that that uh, how mankind responds to evil, uh, will determine the extent, length, and severity of the first chastisements. Uh, I'm quoting it directly. These chastisements will differ according to regions, and like the great evil, will not always or usually be immediately noticeable for what they are. In the period also, excuse me, will be a warning that involves not fire from the sky, but fear of fire from the sky and strange, loud rumblings. And then it says, Soon a world will not be the world you know. I am not speaking putatively. This is the Lord. I am not speaking of a, of a world that will end, but of a world that will change. Hmm. And it says, Soon a world will not be the world you know. I am not speaking of a barren world or one depopulated but of the end of your technological era. Uh, and I've often told people since 1990, when, uh, 1991, when I've been speaking publicly about this, 
that I expect these various secrets elsewhere, other apparitions, to unfold by around 2035 or so. So we're kind of right on on the same page here, Adrian. Well, I think that's really interesting because I've been talking about this transhumanist ideology, and I'm thinking there's no way God allows this to come to fruition in its in its entirety. And what you're saying right there just lines up right with what I'm thinking. Uh, last minute we have with you, uh, what uh, I talk a lot about the reign of Mary and how we have the hope and the resurrect of the resurrection, of course, but even more concretely and the triumph of the Immaculate Heart, tell me, uh, lead me on a message of hope. Well, there is tremendous hope. First of all, there's heaven. You know, we, we all live forever, and it's our real home. We have to stop looking to the right and to the left as far as politics and culture so much. We have to see evil and get rid of it, that's for sure. But we have to look up more than to the right or left. And uh, I'd like to mention, Adrian, if I may, that we have a daily website of news called Spirit Daily dot com in which we have a lot of these signs of the times and so forth that were put into the into the current book into future events and um, yes we live forever check it out spiritdaily.com thank you very much mr brown we have to have you back on i would love to talk to you about this esperanza person i never really heard of them before but god bless you god love you mr brown God bless you. Thank you. And that's going to do it. We're going to go into our Christmas share Please be generous. We'll be back on Monday morning, 6 a.m. Central, 7 Eastern. God love you. So many of us carry such heavy burdens. You're crazy! Deep within, we struggle. Come on, babe. It'll be fun. Because sin separates us from God. She's in a relationship, but thanks to the grace of confession, God compassionately listens, forgives, and sets us free. So if it's been a while since you've been to confession or mass, come home and experience a fresh start. Visit CatholicsComeHome.org. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever heard someone say, all religions believe basically the same thing. They only differ in their external forms, in the way they express it. G.K. Chesterton says the truth is precisely the other way around. The religions of the world do not differ greatly in rites and forms. They do differ greatly in what they teach. In most every religion, people pray, they sing, they read sacred texts, they honor their traditions, they have special feasts, they light candles and so on. But they don't teach the same things. They don't believe the same things. There's only one religion that believes that Christ is the Son of God, that he suffered and died for our sins and then he rose from the dead. Only one religion believes in one holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org There will come a day when each of us will be asked to review the movie of our life and give an account to God. We will sorrowfully relive the bad times and joyfully revisit the good. Thankfully, no matter what you've done, there is hope. Since Jesus came not to condemn the world, but to save it. So if you've been away from church for a while, we invite you to come home and find the peace that only comes from God. Visit catholicscomehome.org. Our family had been going through crisis. Little by little, we just found ourselves drifting completely away. I was afraid to go back. I mean, I cried the first time I received the sacraments again. Cried because I was back and because I had allowed God to become a part of me again. 
it's united our family. There's peace in our home that we didn't have before. If you've been away from the Catholic Church for any reason, visit catholicscomehome.org today. To an open sleigh and crack, you'll take the lead off. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Oh, jingle bells. Welcome to the 2023 Guadalupe Radio Network Joy to the World Christmas Sharathon. Please call 1-800-476-3311 to make your pledge of support. To help keep Catholic Radio on the air across the Guadalupe Radio Network, make a one-time $1,500 donation or a pledge of $125 per month for a year, and you'll be eligible to win a drawing for a pilgrimage of choice for two people with select international tours. That number again to call is 1-800-476-3311. Good morning. It has arrived Friday of Sherathon week. Uh, this is the fourth and final day for you to support your local Catholic radio station on the Guadalupe Radio Network. We're glad you're with us in the early moments of this final day. Uh, thank you so much for being part of the GRN family. My name is Dave Palmer in the uh, North Texas office of the GRN. 
And I am with Cicel Anderson. She's our North Texas assistant. And we have the, the reins uh, for this first hour and encourage you just to call in. A good uh, matching gift to tell you about. And we'll tell you all about that in just a moment. But first, we like to pray. Good morning, Cicel. How are you? Uh, good morning. I am doing so well. And I'm ready to pray to start this day. <laughs> in wow, the name of the poet. I am. And I didn't even know it. All right. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Jesus, we pray that you will send your Holy Spirit upon our Sherathon efforts today. We prayerfully ask for your continued blessing upon the Guadalupe Radio Network, that we remain steadfast in our media ministry to spread your truth. Jesus, bless our listeners and hear their prayers. You know their hearts, you know their needs. Lord God, may we, your people, who look forward to the birthday of Christ, experience the joy of salvation and celebrate Christmas with love and thanksgiving. May the light of faith shine in our words and our actions. Help us to remember that Jesus Christ is truly the reason for the season. Thank you, Jesus, for the daily showering of the abundant blessings you, you send our way. We are your servants to guide our hearts, our hands, and our voices. We ask all this in your precious name, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Son, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. We have this saying uh, within the Guadalupe Radio Network where we sometimes will say, especially earlier in the week, we'll say Friday takes care of itself. You know, <laughs> so when we're trying to encourage you to call on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it oh, is don't, time don't, yeah, don't worry. To take don't, care yeah, of don't wait until Friday. And so now we're saying, you know what? If you wait until Friday, this Welcome. is your day. It's, it's here. <laughs> this is Friday. And so Friday is always an exciting day. I mean, uh, there's just something about Friday. It appears that's, we have that's for awesome. our first caller on the line, Dave. Yeah, it looks like Jeff has already taken a call. We got some people to thank from uh, the pre from last hour last night when Sammy and Richard were on. And that, that was a great hour. The mm-hmm. calls were just flooding in. And so here's the phone number, 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. And so, so you're probably thinking, Dave, what is the matching gift hour amount this hour? I am thinking that because my paper. <laughs> is a little far away from me. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it is a matching gift hour and uh, we have uh, these wonderful, wonderful sponsors. We talked about them a little bit. Uh, uh, Aircraft Dispatcher Training Center. Okay. His name is Chris. Uh, it's a married couple, Chris and Sita Nisi. And uh, Sita was here yesterday volunteering and they have already made a donation. They, they just, they, they, they do so much and now they're sponsors and he trains, as the name implies, aircraft dispatchers. And so if you ever thought about uh, career change uh, and be an aircraft dispatcher. I understand they make pretty decent money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thanks to their sponsorship and also Master Tech Auto Care in North Texas. Uh, Bill and Liz Mertz, that's where the $8,500 comes from. And uh, we want you to match it uh, this hour. Please do your part. 800 It is Friday, so it is time. If you've been waiting to call, this is your moment. I really would love to see these phone lines just flood really early in the hour because that would be very, very exciting. And we would be able to chip away at this matching gift goal. And uh, Dave, you mentioned we have some people to thank from last night. A lot of people right there at the end of Sammy and Richard's hour. Yeah, we do. And I, I want to, we just got a message from Richard. And, uh, the San Antonio has the call center yes, today. Okay, and, and he says San Antonio is up and ready and, and getting ready to busy. To, to, easy for me to say. <laughs> they're, okay? re- they're ready to get busy answering calls. Okay, a lot, a lot of verbs in that. Uh, <laughs> it's a Friday. What can we say? <laughs> all right. Jeff is already taking a call. I presume he's in the uh, San Antonio call center. And all the other volunteers are looking at Jeff and saying, why did you get the first call, not us? 
Uh, but pra- praise God that we got a call so early. Uh, 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Joy to the world is the theme. We'll tell you about all the suggested giving levels here in just a second. But uh, Cecil's absolutely right. We have some folks to thank from uh, yesterday who were not able to be thanked because uh, uh, the clock ran out on, on Sammy and Richard. Uh, Butch and Francis, uh, Munster, Texas. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, pray for his wife of 60 years. She is recovering from uh, back surgery. Oh, okay. $100 one time. So I presume Francis is the one that he's praying for, but I'm not going to make any uh, wild assumptions, but uh, pray for her. Uh, Joseph in Houston called in $1,000 one time. And uh, I remember Carla, our volunteer, was talking to him, and she was so excited about getting that $1,000 donation. Uh, Holy Rosary Parish in Houston, okay? And uh, he says he is a fan of Mother Angelica. Oh, and who I, isn't? <laughs> I, I know, you know, I, I was so blessed to be able to meet Mother Angelica on several occasions. So we can, maybe we can talk about Mother Angelica a little mm. bit uh, during this hour. And uh, do you want to take the other ones there, Cecil? Yes, indeed. I want to thank Robert in San Antonio listening to 89.7 KJM. $25 one time plus those credit card charges and goes to St. Timothy and Catholic Radio has changed his life and that he's learned more about and about the faith more and more and his prayer request is for the Latin masses to remain thank you so much for that donation Robert Irina in San Antonio $100 one time and those credit card charges goes to St. Bridget and um, St. Bridget in San Antonio and in so many ways Catholic Radio has changed her life that so many ways that she can't even explain it it's enriched her life <laughs> I like that. I know the feeling. I, I often can't get that something. when I ask. You know, I t- I take calls and I ask. Uh, you know, how has Catholic Radio changed your life? Oh, is usually what they say. <laughs> They're like, oh, I don't know, so many ways. Do you have an hour and a half? Yeah, like yeah, basically. <laughs> um, and prayer request is wishing all a safe and holy Christmas for all families. Oh, thank you. That's a beautiful prayer request. Yeah. Can I can I just mention this next one? Uh, yes. Ro- Rowena, Texas, uh, anonymous. Cecil uh, and I have a, a good friend named Rowena. We do. And so when we first heard Rowena, Texas, we think of our friend Rowena. Uh, uh, and uh, Rowena is an amazing lady, but uh, Rowena, Texas, is an amazing city. This is where at least one of the you ever heard of the Rome boys? Yes, so we, one of I the Rome it, boys yeah, are from. And they, I'm not sure if they all from there, but at least uh, one, one of, or them two is, of them is. Yeah. So uh, St. Joseph Parish. It's it's a small town. Uh, it's uh, in the San Angelo area. I think between maybe Dallas Fort Worth and San Angelo. Hundred dollars one time from Anonymous. And uh, by the way, uh, Steve Ray is going to St. Joseph Parish. I did an interview with him. Oh, that's right. Uh, this He's Coming, this Rowena. coming week. So if you're in Rowena, uh, get ready because Steve Ray is coming. And he's also coming to North Texas as well. Uh, this person says they have Catholic Radio on all the time. Awesome. Lots of info. I learned from the programs. I hope all falling away Catholics will start to listen to it. And uh, yeah, I heard, uh, I think it was either Gordy or Sean talking yesterday about how, um, I, I don't know who it was, but uh, when somebody you know is going to come back to the Catholic Church, the first thing they may do is may not be go to mass. They mm-hmm. may just say, you know, I want to learn, I, you know, because they're away. And Catholic Radio is such a great portal to get them. Obviously, Catholic Radio is not the end. It's a means to get you to the sacraments, to get you to mm-hmm. the full participation in your faith. If you're, if you're it's only... It's like a gateway into exactly, the Catholic Church. Unless you're, you know, some people can't get to mass because they're just not able to physically. And that's certainly understandable. But if you're physically able to get to church, get there. Don't just listen to Catholic Radio. But we 
want to point you there. Uh, prayer requests, family members and friends that are uh, far from the faith, the ones that have uh, no one to pray for in the country. All right. So I think that takes care of uh, yesterday. And oh, did you see this? I know. Uh, oh, my goodness. Oh, what <laughs> a way a to start, start yes. the day. It's a Friday and Sherathon, and our very first donation is a pilgrimage donation. Anonymous in Bertram, Texas, listening to 88.5 in Marble Falls, goes to St. John the Evangelist, and uh, Catholic Radio has changed your life and more knowledgeable about the church and closer to our Lord. And the prayer request is pray for children who don't attend church. A pilgrimage donation is a $1,500. They did a $1,500 one time plus the credit card charges. Thank you so much, Anonymous and Bertram, for being our first caller of this last day of the Christmas share. I thought, oh, what a way to start the day, Dave. $8,500 is our matching gift goal for this hour. And we have raised $1,532, which leaves $6,968 to go. We got two people on right now. Let's get to caller number three. Yeah. 800 Four seven six three three one one eight hundred four seven six. 3311. Yeah, I know this anonymous from Bertram. Uh, they obviously want to be anonymous, but uh, I know that we've heard from them many, many times. I don't, I don't think Bertram is a, is a big city. So I just want to thank them for calling in, especially calling in so early, uh, you know, cause a lot of people, we haven't even talked about the, the giving levels and what's going on and, and that kind of thing. So to, to call this quickly was quite a blessing. Here's Steve from Houston, online donation of $370. Look awesome. at that. Uh, see, this is the way you start a Friday. This is the way you start any day. Yeah, we can start all days like this. Uh, we'll start be okay Wednesday with that. like this. Yeah, any, any day. So uh, 1-800-476-3311. Uh, thank you, Stephen. That is doubled. Uh, Cecil knows what 370 and 80 cents is uh, twice, okay? You, right? 370 and 80 cents? Twice? Do you know that um, off the top of your head? Can you do that? I'd be so impressed. I I, I I can't do that this early in the morning. Uh, I don't think I can do that. 740, <laughs> no, 741 something. I don't, know. Right. I don't think that's uh, right at all. I'll, I'll just take your word for it. Uh, but that that's what just came in, you know, including the match. 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. Uh, hey, yeah, 741-6. I was pretty close. Right, so I just no, want to say that right now. You're, you're very close. And I've only had half of my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> 1-800-476. Four seven six thirty three eleven. Okay, there's two on now, Ooh. and uh, you know this Friday is. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to count the yeah. old chicks before they hatch. Please, but, please don't. Um, yeah. <laughs> I won't Wait, let's not get too relaxed here. <laughs> I know. I know. It's in the bag. Oh, we don't gosh. need any more calls. I really like that one of our volunteers last night uh, that we had the call center yesterday in Dallas, um, and our volunteer Annabelle came up with the idea. Since it's the Christmas marathon, we should get the five gold rings of calls. You know, and I thought that was so cool. So you know, I would love it if we could get up to five. Really quickly here and then to 10 uh yeah let's uh let's do it i mean you can hope springs eternal in the human breast yes. uh, we got three on now caller four where are you 1-800-476-3311 okay this is the way you do it okay you start off strong it's not very often that you get a, a, a an archangel donation in the first you know minute of being on the air. I'm so so grateful for Anonymous because look what it did to our energy level. Okay, part of that is from the call. Part of it's from the coffee. Okay, I got to be honest <laughs> with you. I, I I wake up every morning with coffee. Now we've got uh, four. Oh my goodness. 1-800-476-3311. All right. If there is ever a time that we're going to get to ten calls 
us all at the same time. This is our moment, okay? This is the moment. Call up, 800-476-3311. It's still early. I mean, we're 14 minutes into the hour. We've raised $1,903, which, of course, anytime I say 1900 and something, I think of Fatima, 1917. Of well, I our Lady a, Guadalupe coming uh, up. Well, let me, let me talk about Fatima. All right, okay, all that, right. yeah, no, Toya the other day asked for a, a Guadalupe, and she got it she right got away. It. We haven't had a Fatima donation yet this year. It's $1,917. And I have a rule. I only mention it once per hour because I don't want (laughs) to obsess on it. But uh, I, two of my children are born on the 13th of uh, Fatima months. Uh, Our son was a a miracle baby through the intercession of Our Lady Fatima. So I have a great devotion to her. And I just absolutely love the message and everything about that uh, that apparition, uh, the, the historical significance of it. So if you share that love of Our Lady of Fatima and you're able to do $1,917, call now, 800-476-3311. Everybody else, do what you can. You know, if you can do $5, beautiful, beautiful donation. We will celebrate the $5 as if it doesn't matter how much it is. We just want you to do what you can. Uh, look at this, uh, $500. Wow. Awesome. We've got some big ones this morning. Anonymous, uh, North Texas, $500. Wow, we're over $2,400. And one dropped off and we got four on again. We oh, just need one good. more caller to get God. to five. Okay. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Oh, my goodness. We're so close to five calls. And when you get to five, I mean, we can just get to 10. <laughs> That's how that works. You can get to 10 uh, lords of leaping. Yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> so I want to I want to take an opportunity to thank some of the volunteers in the San Antonio yes. Call Center. Bill, Natalie, and Sandy. Uh, I know there's others besides that, but as we see your names. And, you know, the, some of these names are very, very familiar. Like Bill, for example. Yes. I, th- I, I got to think Bill comes in just about every every Shurathon. And we, we know, because every every market has a similar situation, there's just some people that you send out the email and you say, hey, you know, we, we need some volunteers and people like Bill, like, I'm in, you know. It's just like a guarantee. And I know Gordy and uh, the folks in San Antonio appreciate that so much. Eric, League City, Texas. What a great city. That's in the Houston area. Online donation of $20. Eric, thank you. That is so important. $6,076 to go, Cecil. And four people on 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. And, you know, getting that online donation reminds me that we should tell everyone you can donate online and it will get counted towards the share You can go to grnonline.com grnonline.com and you can get a more thorough explanation of all of our giving levels there. It's very easy. It's going to be the first page you get to hit donate now and you can donate and be like Eric. 800-476-3311. All right. Only three calls on now so we're going uh, in the wrong direction. We need to get more calls coming in. Let's not have any time where we see none. Okay. That is the last thing you want to see. Nobody on the line. No volunteers taking calls. They're all looking at Gordy and Sean and Richard saying, what's going on? Why aren't these people <laughs> getting us calls. Uh, Ashley in San Antonio, 89.7 FM listener, $53. I love her her comment. She said, thank you. I love you, Guadalupe Radio. Oh, awesome, <laughs> Ashley. Thank you so much. Awesome? And she, Ashley is saying, I love you, Guadalupe Radio Network. I'm going to do what I can 
to help keep it on the air. All right. Uh, 1-800-476-3311. All markets. Come on. Let's hear from you. D.C., I don't think we've heard from you yet this morning. Florida. Alabama. Alabama West Texas. Um, or down, DFW. We've had one so far. Yeah. One from Dallas-Fort Worth. We can do better in Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh, Kansas. Uh, you know, Clayton, New Mexico. Would it be cool? To, uh, I know Clayton, New Mexico is, is really small, but uh, there are people there that can hear the station, and we'd love to hear from you. Amarillo. Um, uh, I talked to somebody from the Amarillo the other day, and I said, uh, do you guys get sick of you know, like Amarillo by morning, that whole George Strait thing? And she said, oh, no, we, we think it's, it's a great uh, song. We have a volunteer here who's from Amarillo. Oh. And she said, oh, no, we love that. Amarillo and so I'll go ahead and morning. say it. Amarillo, it's morning, yeah. and uh, we want to hear from you. <laughs> 800-476-3311, we have had such a strong start to this first hour of our Friday in Sherathon. Joy to the world is the theme, but let's keep that joy going and keep the calls coming because we don't want to slow down now. We've raised $2,477 in this matching gift hour thanks to some, the generosity of two of our sponsors up here in North Texas, the Aircraft Dispatcher Training Center and also Master Tech Auto Care. And uh, we have six, just over $6,000 to go, $6,023 to go. So call in right now, whatever donation you can do. We'll probably need a few more of those Archangel donations, the $1,500 one time. We, or $125 a month. Started off the hour with one of those, which is so unusual, but so beautiful to get. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. One of those calls cleared, so we have another volunteer ready to take your call, but Diana in San Antonio. All right. Go listening to 89.7, $51.07 one time. Goes to St. Gerard and prayers for Jack, who has suffered a recent problem with his vision. We'll definitely be praying for that, Diana. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Let's keep the momentum going. Thank you so much, Diana. Great to hear from you there in KJMA land. Uh, two people on the line now, and uh, we want to get the calls energized again and just keep it going. Okay, this is the way you do it. In about 10 minutes, by the way, we're going to play an interview that I did with Raymond Arroyo. Okay, the, the music that we're playing uh, this, uh, this week and the NFP gift, which I keep saying we're going to get to the appreciation gifts, but uh, the calls keep coming in and we're so excited about that. They know what they're going to do, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, if you've been listening all this week, you know about that. Uh, So um, uh, here's Denise in McKinney, Texas. Awesome. Uh, Online donation. Uh, God bless all your work. Sincerely, uh, Wellness Patriots. All right, Denise, thank you so much. Uh, Appreciate that very much that uh, that yeah, that's um, an interesting uh, donation because there's a, um, a, a a gentleman who's a retired doctor who started Wellness Patriots, and they go out and they give presentations on um, um, sex, uh, child sex trafficking mm. and awareness, and they're they're having an event coming up in Frisco, and it's very popular because it's something that's on all parents' minds, oh, especially sure. if you have young children, and so. Um, they, they, they're making that donation. And so I'm, I'm really glad that Denise was listening and we really appreciate uh, you making that donation, especially during Shirathon week here. Uh, 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Only one person on the line now. Oh, no. Uh, the flurry has uh, come to almost a standstill. If you can, uh, get the phone lines buzzing again, we got all those call, uh, volunteers in the San Antonio call center. 800 476 
We love getting to be able to read these prayer requests. Some of them are very specific about a particular need at that moment. Some of them are very general and some of them are very relatable. I think everyone has someone in their family who has fallen away from the church or they know someone who's struggling with their faith. That's the most common prayer request we get. And uh, when you donate to the Guadalupe Radio Network, you are making sure that these radio stations are around so someone who is struggling with faith who maybe is not even a practicing Catholic, can stumble into the faith. You know, not everyone who's like, you know, considering the Catholic Church is going to walk into the church the first thing they do. They are going to uh, research a little bit. They're going to stumble into it. And uh, Catholic radio is one of the biggest ways that happens. Dave read that email that we got the other day here in North Texas from the group of people who just became Catholic, and eight of them were directly affected by Catholic radio, and which led them towards Coming into yeah, the and uh, there's a, there's a combination there because yeah, it was Alfredo who's like a faith formation uh, director over at St. Joseph's in Richardson, Texas, which is in the Dallas Diocese, and uh, he he said he sent a picture of the of the people who had uh, got re- received confirmation, and uh, we have interviewed Alfredo, and we actually put spots on the radio saying, hey, if you're considering uh, you know being confirmed in the Catholic Church, you know St. Joseph Parish, and kudos to them for utilizing Catholic radio. Okay, now we wish all of our our parishes uh, would utilize us even more, uh, and so he not only utilizes us, so we interview him, but then also he he remembered. I mean, I think of the the exaltation, the jubilation of thirty eight people being mm. confirmed, and then he thought of saying, "You know what? I'm going to thank." Uh, Guadalupe Radio Network, and it was also it was also Spanish as well. Our Spanish side uh, was promoting it as well. So, yes. uh, Jose San Antonio, Texas, a hundred dollars one time. He's going to get the uh, Deacon Harrelbrook Sivers uh, interview, which we haven't talked about yet, but I promise we will. St. <laughs> <clears throat> Monica Catholic Church, uh, there in the Archdiocese of San Antonio. Uh, Catholic Radio brought him closer to God and helped him grow in his faith. All right, asking for prayers for his family and the unity of the church. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jose, thank you. And then we got another one from San Antonio, the online one. Do you see that? Yes, William from San Antonio, $200 one time. And prayer request is in Thanksgiving for healings in our family. I love when people call in or don't all go online and donate, and their prayer request is a prayer of Thanksgiving. Yeah, so, right, so cool. right. 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. Dave, you mentioned that, you know, all these people are going to get that Deacon Harold Burke Sivers interview that Sean Rice did that is absolutely fantastic. I was telling my sister about it the other day, and she called in and donated, and she's like, oh, I'm going to get that interview. I really want to hear it because so you keep talking it. about yeah. it. She's got yeah. it, and so it's a great interview all about joy, and Deacon Harold, of course, he's a dynamic deacon, so he keeps you very engaged. Dave and I were talking before we went on the air that it's almost hard to talk about the interview because when we say it, it doesn't sound half as good as when Deacon Harold says <laughs> I was, it. I was reading my notes. 
And, 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 and honestly, when I when I was listening to it, and and, and Sean did an outstanding job really, really as the interviewer, job. and Deacon Harold is Deacon Harold, you know, uh, it was just really great. And then I'm reading my notes, and it, it's it's like oh, you know this my notes don't don't bring it out as much as the actual interview is. You know. so we, we won't send you my notes. So if you, you got to call donation, it and donate okay? so that you can listen to it for yourself. Yeah. It is awesome because joy is one of those subjects that I think sometimes we get confused. And we confuse it with happiness, but he explains it so beautifully what joy is. So call in right now. Any donation of any size is going to get that interview in your email tonight. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. We have two on right now, Dave. We're looking for number three. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. I remember the Catholic Radio Conference back in October, uh, you know, sitting with, with Deacon Harold at lunch, and there was a bunch of us from the GRN and uh, he's such a neat guy because he's really dynamic but he's the first one to tell you he is an introvert he Mm. is very quiet and he really doesn't like talk unless there's something to actually talk about, you know. And <laughs> and I remember being in a in a room one time with just the two of us when he was speaking at a conference, and I was just sitting at a table with him, and and he was fine with the silence. And I was like, you know, I wanted to talk to him, yep. and uh, but he's a great guy, and he's he's such a wonderful witness. He just put out a book about uh, racism or, or race relations in, in in Catholicism, and I think it's a really balanced approach, you know. Uh, and, and so that's I, I think out there are probably a Available at EWTN's uh, catalog and all that. Uh, Joanne in uh, Midland, all three calls. Uh, so, so oh, Joanne wow. in Midland, online donation, $100, uh, 1180 AM uh, KLPF uh, listener. And whenever I, I see Midland, I think of the, the, the six months I lived in Midland. And I, I mentioned this the other day when Toya was on. Uh, my wife is from Northern Ireland, and it's beautiful and it's lush. We just got married, and then we, I, you know, we <laughs> get married, and she comes from Northern Ireland and moves to the de- to the desert. And I was very like, very different climate. I was like, I think she's going to leave me. She, I, 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 <laughs> but you know what? She absolutely loved it. Uh, she the people lo- there are just fantastic. She, yeah, she loved the people. They're just such genuine, amazing people. And we, we were actually were sad to leave, and so we were only there for six months. All right, uh, we're about to play the Raymond Arroyo interview here in a couple of minutes, but uh, things. Are kind of rocking and rolling here. They, aren't they really are. We got three calls on it. I feel like we keep getting stuck around four. I'd love to get up to five before we play that interview. So call in right now and just donate what you can. $8,500 of matching gift funds is what we're trying to raise. $3,533 is what we've raised so far. $4,967. We've had 11 calls this hour, but let's keep the call volume going. We've actually barely had a time, Dave, when there's been no one on the line, which is so fantastic. So let's keep that going. Two more people jump on the line right now. 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, to use an analogy, which I like to do, <laughs> you know, it's like uh, just when you have no callers on, it's try, like trying to start a car that hasn't, you know, been turned on for a year. It's just, you know, and you got, <laughs> no, I won't do that sound again. But you know, it's, it's just like getting things going again. But when you already have calls on, you're much more likely because you sound excited. You see the love. You see the people, the comments and the prayer requests and all that. So you just never want to 
to get back down to no calls on the line. And I, again, I go back to Anonymous in Bertram, Texas. They got us going with a pilgrimage at the beginning, and I haven't done a fascinating fact, by the way. Oh, uh, but not they, that we're counting, uh, but I've been waiting. Yeah, <laughs> with bated breath, right? Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. One eight hundred four seven six three three one one. I see Manny is busily getting the uh, the the Raymond Arroyo uh, interview uh, lined up, and we're going to play that. But uh, listen to this and consider doing a uh, a guardian angel level donation of thirty dollars a month or three sixty one time. And uh, if you put it on a credit card, you make it easy on yourself, easy on us, and we're going to send you a CD of Christmas Merry and Bright uh, with Raymond Arroyo. By the way, he's going to be in Dallas Sunday uh, evening, and uh, it's it's really the tickets are selling very fast. And uh, regardless of where you are, fly in or drive in and 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 join us. Cecil and I are both going to be there. My wife's going to be there. A lot of KTH listeners and Guadalupe <clears throat> yeah. Radio Network fans are going to be there. Yeah. So uh, four thousand seven hundred and sixty-one dollars to go. Two people on the line. The phone number is eight hundred four seven six three three one one. Enjoy this interview with Raymond Arroyo. We'll be back with more of the 2023 Joy to the World Christmas share on the Guadalupe Radio Network right after this. The theme of the Sherathon this week is Joy to the World, and we appreciate all your calls and support of the Guadalupe Radio Network. The phone number this week to call in and support your local Catholic radio station is 800-476-3311. One of the incentives to put your... Uh, what we call guardian angel donation on a credit card or a uh, like an instant bank draft is that we have a never forget plan a gift that we want to mail to you and this is called the NFP gift and uh, thirty dollars a month or three sixty one time or more put it on a credit card and uh, we're going to send you Raymond Arroyo's new Christmas CD called Christmas Merry and Bright and I have Raymond on the phone with me uh, for a couple of segments to talk about this uh, first, first of all Raymond I, I love the title because a lot of people boy it's it's tough out there and the the very title itself makes you happy doesn't it well look it's a it's a it's a grim year for us there's so many horrible things that have happened but i think you could say that from almost about almost any year from the time of jesus onward yeah uh you know herod was chasing the holy family too so you know it's not all happiness and light but i thought it's important to remind us of the promise of the season, the hope that it carries. And so, uh, you know, when we were building the album, I said, let's call it Christmas Merry and Bright, because I think we need Christmas to be merry and bright for our own spirits, for our families, for our souls. And so the music was intended, uh, and, and every track we chose and performed, we did in that spirit, hoping to bring families together, to make them aware again of the promise that the season holds, and to excite them about, you know, we, we lose sight, I think, and have over many years uh, of the, the reality of Christmas, that God became man, became this little child. And, um, you know, I, I told you when we talked earlier, uh, you know, in Hark the Herald Angels Sing, there's that beautiful lyric, you know, veiled in flesh, the Godhead see, yeah. hail the incarnate deity. And I don't think we spend enough time thinking about that focusing on it. So all of these songs are really designed to lift your spirits, have a great time, get everyone swept up in the joy and the happiness of Christmas, but also the reality of it. So that's what Christmas Merry and Bright was designed to do, and I'm delighted that 
We landed on the Billboard charts, and so many people have embraced it. Now we're going on tour. <laughs> yeah, and you're coming to my hometown. I'm excited about that in December. Uh, you know, a lot of people, Raymond, say, okay, Raymond's the news guy. He's on, uh, you know, Secular Network. He's on EWTN. He writes books. And now a Christmas album. How did this all come about? Well, you know, it's a strange thing. I This is actually closer to my background than anything I've done. I mean, writing I see as an outgrowth of this same background. I was trained as an actor. You know, I did musicals in my young life. And being in New Orleans, I was surrounded by music. I mean, we had, you know, the, the, the high school of performing arts I studied in. You know, you had Ellis Marcellus downstairs with some of the great jazz musicians of our day. Uh, and, and we'd go hear them and listen to them. And I, I spent so many years uh, in front of and in the presence of these amazing musicians and, you know, seeing Sinatra 30 times in concert, seeing uh, Ella Fitzgerald and Sarah Vaughan and, you know, all my musical heroes, really. All of that kind of seeped deep into me. And when I did the Christmas specials at EWTN, I was blessed to sing with Johnny Mathis and Aaron Neville and uh, Keely Smith. And so a record producer saw that. And because the audience had long asked me, why don't you do a Christmas CD? Because they saw those little clips. Uh, I never considered it before, but when this record producer came to me, I said, okay, let me see. How would we do this in a new way? What would we contribute? So I went back. Uh, I dug deep into the, the canon of Christmas songs, and I found the backstory, the context of these songs were so evocative and led me down paths I hadn't considered before. And suddenly I realized there's an entire story here that um, needs to be told. And so we reorchestrated all these classic Christmas carols, classic Christmas songs, and we framed them in their proper context. So Jingle Bells and Deck the Halls and Hark the Herald Angels Sing and Silent Night. Uh, the, I Heard the Bells, one of my favorite Christmas songs. <laughs> uh, you will hear all of those done in a way that I think is dynamic and immediate. Um, we try to bring the drama to the foreground. And when you have a big band orchestra with you, which we, we, we had 20 pieces in the studio with me, um, it gives it a certain energy and lift and um, a, a, a spontaneous joy that you can't fake and you almost can't program. It just happens when the elements are right. Yeah, we're, we're seeing we're... in the room with those men with these beautiful arrangements by Kevin Koska, who did The Greatest Showman and The Jungle Book and The Lion King and The, the Dark Knight. Um, Kevin did all original arrangements for us, and they're really beautiful and fun and sweeping. Yeah, and it, it is a whole different sound uh, to have uh, the, the big band sound. There's songs, like you say, that we're familiar with, but uh, this is a very unique CD. And it can be yours, dear listener, if you can donate at least at the Guardian Angel level this week during our Joy to the World uh, Christmas uh, share on the Guadalupe Radio Network. And we will send you the CD. This is not going to be a digital download. You'll get it in the mail. So uh, look for that. Uh, just make that donation at the Guardian Angel level or more and put it on a credit card. It's the Never Forget plan. It makes it easy on you and easy on us. Call right now, 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. Another segment with Raymond Arroyo coming up very soon. Welcome back to the 2023 Guadalupe Radio Network Joy to the World Christmas share Please call 1-800-476-3311 to make a pledge of support to help keep your Catholic radio station on the air. That's 1-800-476-3311. 
All right, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Raymond Arroyo. Christmas, Marion Bright is the CD. It's our NFP gift uh, for this uh, Christmas Sherathon 2023 with the same theme, Joy to the World. And so uh, we're happy that you're with us in this opening hour of the fourth and final day of the Christmas Sherathon, the, the final Sherathon of the year, and it's end of year. And if you uh, feel so inclined to make a donation to help us spread the good news of Jesus Christ. We would be so grateful this morning. Uh, we have 23 minutes to raise $4,710. It's a lot of money to raise still. The phone number is 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. I don't know that there's anybody on the line right now. And uh, so if you can jump on the line and get the next flurry of calls going, we'd be so grateful. 800-476-3311. Um, Anonymous in Dallas from Christ the King Parish uh, says that Catholic Radio has been enlightening and uh, the catechesis that they have received has been wonderful. Please pray for Thanksgiving. Uh, in Thanksgiving for Catholic Radio, family, conversion, and full fulfillment uh, fulfillment of husband, uh, all intentions in my heart. All right, praise God. Uh, Manuel and uh, Midland, Texas, uh, online donation of $200 plus credit card charges. And then, wow, there's another 500 oh my <laughs> that has come through. This is awesome. Yes, indeed. We got an anonymous from Arlington in the North Texas area, $500 one time. Thank you so much for that. We had such a nice steady flow of calls, Dave, and we were ha- just over halfway in the money that we need to raise this hour, but it has slowed which is not something we want to have happen in this hour. We have no one on the phone right now. So pick up the phone and call in right now. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. And Dave, you know, we got we were we kind of hit the ground running and we didn't really get a chance <laughs> yes, to kind of go did. over some of these uh different donation levels like we talked about the pilgrimage one cuz we got one. But one that we should talk about is that dollar a day or $30 a month uh which is uh our guardian angel level. So anyone who donates $30 a month or 361 one time or more is going to be entered into a raffle that we'll find out, you know, probably sometime early next week uh, for an iPad Air that has a spectacular 10.9 inch liquid retina display, the new M1 chip with neural engine, two cameras front and back, all day battery life, <laughs> five different colors to choose from, and it supports the Apple Pencil. It's a $599 value, and this is thanks to Tommy Rosales <coughs> State Farms Insurance Agency, TommyRosales.com in the North Texas area, and he's actually apparently a friend of Sammy's. Uh, oh yeah, it's okay. Yeah, Sammy uh, was in the insurance industry at one time, so I'm sure they're friends from the, that connection. 800 4 1-800-476-3311. This has been a great hour. We're down to our last 20 minutes. And, uh, you know, the, the first hour is so important. You got to hit the goal in the first hour. And it almost always happens because I think you get it. You realize, you know, you got 12 hours, uh, the final 12 hours of the entire Sherathon, and you just want to start things off on a very, very positive note. Uh, $4,210 to go and <clears throat> looking for that catalyst caller. I know some people just, they, they, they think, you know, I, I can't do, you know, 5,000 or even 1,500 or, uh, but I, but I can, I can be your catalyst caller because that doesn't have any kind of, uh, amount attached to it. This is just somebody who says, Let's I, I, I want to get the ball going because, uh, the moment we see one of our San Antonio volunteers, like right there. Okay? Oh, perfect. <laughs> Jeff is taking Je- a call. Je- yeah. Just, just, you know, that, that, the very fact that you just called and regardless of how much you're donating, 
thank you so much. Okay, and then uh, everybody else. All right, the the floodgates are open now. Uh, call up and uh, just re- realize that <clears throat> you know we we don't. Uh, you know, some people only listen to Catholic radio, and uh, and I think that's often the case. But if you do listen to other stations, or every now and then you want to get a little politics or a little music and all, and all that, you know, you you're always going to come back because it's the only station where you're hearing about the Blessed Mother and the the, the sacraments and uh, and the, the the total Catholic message, Catholic social teaching. And so, what keeps you running back? Okay, yeah, when well, a lot of things in life will come and go. Maybe you'll be into a certain type of music at some point in your life. You you know maybe get really into politics at one point in time but our faith is eternal that's something that we're going to always come back to 800-476-3311 800-476-3311 still just got i think just one person online actually i think we might have two people on the line because i think we got oh, two okay. calls right now All right. Okay, oh, let's I'll go for it. number three 800-476-3311 800-476-3311 we are looking for caller number three 800-476-3311 Three three one one. Davey still owe us a fascinating fact. <laughs> I, I'm not keeping tabs, but I'm kind of keeping no, tabs. No, no, you are not keeping tabs. I can tell you are not keeping tabs. Absolutely uh, not. Forty two ten is what we have to raise, and we are running out of time very quickly. Eighteen minutes left in this hour. I would love it, Dave, if we got another archangel donation because that would really take a big chunk out of this remaining uh, amount of funds that we need to raise. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. We got three people on right now. Very exciting. Eight hundred four seven six. 3311. It's a matching gift hour. It is Friday of Shareathon. We always say Fridays take care of themselves. So let's prove that point right I'd now. I'd say so far, you know. So far, it's been doing very, very well. But we got to ring the bells. Yeah, we certainly do. This is kind of an interesting, uh, little fascinating fact. I think about this often. <laughs> uh, you do? <laughs> no, when, when, uh, when, when, you know, we wear ties, men wear ties. I know, I normally don't tighten mine, you know, right up to oh, the neck, okay. but yeah, it yeah. says wearing a tie can reduce blood flow. To the brain by seven and a half percent, and and it can cause dizziness, na- nausea, and and. I always thought that of all the things that people wear, a tie is one of the more interesting uh, parts of our apparel. That I mean, how it's kind of came up with that. It's like a noose, you know, yeah, yeah, that like you, how, you put who, around. How do we come up with that fashion? I know it's it's so really again, interesting. So apparently, men had ties, women and women had the corsets. You know, the things that cut off our <laughs> breathing a little bit. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Oh, look at this. Now we got four. Oh my goodness. Okay. Can so we get up to five. All right. So you know, a moment ago, uh, just you know, but pull back the tape. We said, hey, if we get that first catalyst caller, regardless of the size you know other people are going to follow behind now we got four. Oh my goodness and uh, you know we're down to 17 minutes and so if caller number five can call in and believe me these four callers i don't think there's a seraphim in there we need uh somebody to please just call in and just do uh, j- just two call archangels, in. Archangels, Dave, would be yeah. so wouldn't great. That, wouldn't that be two awesome? Archangels, yeah. I think I'd be pretty confident that we could hit this goal. Let's get to caller number five. We keep getting stuck at three and four. Let's I get know. up to number five, and then maybe we could be on our way to ten. Ten, yes. The, the most ever the whole week it's has the, been eight. It, it, yeah. it has been eight, so we'd love to get up to ten. What a way to start out Friday if we got up to ten calls in this first hour. 800-476-3311. Maybe you can't be that Archangel donation, but maybe you're $25 one time or $100 one time donation could inspire that Archangel donation. 800 476 3311. 800 476 3311. We're looking for caller number four so we can take care of this 4,210 uh, goal that we have remaining from our 8,500 that we started with. 
800-476-3311. Just 15 minutes remaining, Dave. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just uh, I, I know that so much, uh, you know, just think about from a personal standpoint, you know, what have you learned? I know that, uh, you know, you, you listen to people talk about the need to go to confession. OK, you're never going to get that in the in the, the broader culture. You're never going to nobody, is, uh, you know, on, on any other radio station uh, other than the Catholic radio station is going to say, hey, don't forget to get to confession. But this this has to do with our eternal salvation. This is way more important than anything else you're ever going to hear about. Uh, oh, look at this. Annick in Arlington, Texas hey, from St. Michael Parish. In uh, Bedford, uh, yeah, this is uh, one of our friends. Yes, yes. He's volunteered before. Yes, a hundred dollars one time, uh, and says, "Please pray for youth." Okay, Annick, nine ten a.m. Listener, thank you very much. Now we're down to two and forty one hundred eight dollars to go. Uh, Fifteen minutes with just two p people on the line. Okay, two people on the line. Where is caller number three? Uh, this is uh, <laughs> it's a you know. I, can I do the uh, It's a Wonderful Life analogy again? I mean, maybe maybe there's one person out there who hasn't heard this, and yes. they're going to say, wow, that's really... <laughs> no, I mean, that, it doesn't work as well like in the spring and summer, Sherathon, to be talking this about... This is true. This is know, the only time you can uh, say that. Yeah, so uh, George Bailey, yeah, at the end, needs the, needs his friends, okay? Because he's going to jail, banking examiner is there, and uh, you know you know how the movie goes. Um, I think everybody has seen It's a Wonderful Life, and it's so... And the, the, whole, the touching thing about it is because it's the power of friendship, you know, it also, although I wouldn't say it, there's a there's a really overt religious theme in the movie, but at the end he prays, you know, and he says, you know, God, I'm not, I haven't been this, a, a real praying guy, but I need you right now. And 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 remember the the family is praying for him, and the mom says, hey, pray for dad, he's he's in a bad place. And people are praying for him. What happens? Everybody comes through. The friends come together. Everybody rushes to the house. We need some friends right now, okay? <laughs> and, and believe me, uh, if you're a, a Guadalupe Radio Network listener uh, and you step into any office, uh, any of our offices, you're going to be treated as you are a friend, okay? This isn't like some, you know, business relationship or, uh, you know, it, it's you. And that's the, one of the greatest compliments we ever get is people say, I just, I feel so peaceful when I walk into a GRN mm-hmm. office. I feel... I feel like I'm among friends, and so we need you now. Uh, $4,108 with only 13 minutes to go, 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311, and uh, just two people on the line right now, and we need a flurry of calls, and we need something big uh, with $4,108 still to go, 800-476-3311. Oh, and the time keeps on ticking, ticking into the future, Dave. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. I think we just had another one possibly jump on. I thought I saw for a second, or maybe my eyes are seeing things. Yeah, there's three. There's, there's three. three, definitely. Okay, awesome, yes. good. I'm glad. It, you know, it's early in the morning. And You're not you hallucinating. Know. <laughs> not nope. today. Not today. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Bill, Jeff, and Stephanie are all taking calls in our San Antonio call center. We love giving them a strong start to the day. Uh, we want to get them all on the phones at once because it is so, so exciting when that happens. And their the energy in the room is just fantastic. And these volunteers love to take your call, to take your prayer requests. You know, kind of like Dave was talking about, we are a GRN family and you can make those connections. I love when I sit in our call center in Dallas 
And I hear the volunteers getting into whole conversations about something mutual they have in common and something they could say. Or sometimes my volunteers will be saying, oh, I'm so I'm going to be praying for you. I'm writing down your prayer request. So I can keep you them in my personal prayer life as well. It is so beautiful. Call in right now. Donate whatever you can. We have $4,108 to go. Three people on the line. I think we need one or two archangels, Dave. Yeah, one or two to help out. $4,108. Three people on the line. And uh, okay, so here's the deal. If you win the the drawing uh, for the Archangel donation of $1,500 or $125 a month, uh, first of all, you're going to get a call from your local general manager and uh, that person will say, guess what? You're the winner. And then all of a sudden, you're going to have a year to choose where you and your, your guest want to go. Okay, Danube Riverboat Cruise, the Holy Land, Italy. This is one pilgrimage, by the way. France, My Fatima, gosh. Lourdes, and Spain. Okay, that, that's one pilgrimage. Germany, Switzerland, Austria, that's a pilgrimage. Mexico City, the Shrine of Our Lady Guadalupe, Poland, and Eastern Europe, Greece. Okay, so uh, just imagine, okay, and if, you're, if you win, it, it's like it's God's will that you go. Uh, Batesville Anonymous, uh, thank you. Listening to 1400 KGWU, $40 plus credit card charges. Awesome. Sacred Heart Parish in Uvalde is where they, uh, they listen and uh, that, where they worship. I learned a lot more about the Catholic faith by listening to programming like Catholic Answers. Please pray for the faith to be strengthened and deepened. Okay, and uh, oh, look at this. Uh, <laughs> you refresh oh your screen goodness. here. Oh my Whoa, George in Houston, $125 a month, a pilgrimage donor, and Dave, he's part of the Perpetual Light Society, so oh, he said, right? I'm going to do $125 a month until I ask you to stop, so he's uh, <laughs> well, which I'm hoping he won't be doing, but like, he basically, instead of doing 12 months and have to renew and call in and get it all set up again, he's saying just keep it going, because I want to keep supporting Catholic Radio, uh, unless for some reason I have to stop it, but for right now, I'm going to help take care of Catholic Radio. Oh, thank you so much for doing that. 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. Bill and Stephanie still taking calls. 2567 is what we have to go, which sounds a lot better than the 4000 from earlier, but we only have nine minutes left in the hour Call in right now. We tend to be very dramatic as humans, and we wait until the last second, but I would ask that we don't do that. Let's get a bunch of phone calls. We have seven volunteers in San Antonio, Dave. We have five more volunteers who are staring at their phone. Let's get them all on the line at once. We can get up to 10. We have lots of GRN staff ready to take those calls, too. It's very exciting when the call goes out saying, come get a jump on phones, 800-476-3311. Yeah, they sent a picture through of the volunteers in San Antonio, and I see in the picture a couple of them are on the phone, which is, is a great thing to see. All right, so, okay, serious, uh, serious voice here, uh, $2,567. Okay, this is a matching gift hour. Uh, somebody reminded me the other day, please, please, please continue to remind people about the matching gift hours. Gary in San Antonio, $360 uh-huh. plus some credit card charges uh, uh, from Holy Spirit Parish. Okay, please pray for our deployed troops. Oh, okay? that's such a good prayer request. Uh, thank you so much, Gary. That was huge. That was doubled. $2,199 to go. Stephanie is the only volunteer taking a call at the moment. They're all staring at Stephanie. Uh, yes, <laughs> and saying, why aren't we getting calls? So please, uh, you know, it's, it's we still have eight minutes, and so any donation, any size, one 
one archangel I think is uh, going to get us, well, I know it's going to get us within about six $700, okay, but we're still going to need some more help, even if that archangel comes through. 800-476-3311. This is when we need to see the explosion of calls, all the friends coming together, and just bring your change, bring your $5 donation. Uh, Seraphim donor, okay, we had a, we had a, um, a short person uh, at the five o'clock hour central time yesterday who I think it was about $1,500 that uh, she had to pay. And she can, she mentioned to the, uh, to the volunteer, she said, Oh, I got off easy, <laughs> which kind of implied that, you know, she thought she was going to be doing more. But what happens is by your calls now, you make it easier on the short person. Dave, we have okay? good news and very bad news. Yes. Nobody on the line. Nobody right? on the line is the really bad news. So please call in right now, 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. But the good news is that we are at 1832 to go. That is basically just a pilgrimage and a little bit more of a pilgrimage and a dollar a day called in. Just like uh, Marv from Louisville called in, 9, 10 a.m. listener, goes to St. Anne's and Capel, um, $30 a month plus the credit card charges. That's our dollar a day. They're going to be entered into the drawing for that iPad Air. Thanks to Tommy Rosales State Farm Insurance Agency. Um, They're going to find out uh, sometime next week if they won that. Uh, And also... Uh, you're, they did NFP, so they put it on their credit debit card or bank auto draft, which means it's going to get the uh, album that we've been playing from Raymond Arroyo. Catholic Radio has changed his life and listened all the time. Thankful to not listen to politics. <laughs> Honestly, same, Marv. I it's, know. It, I've had it with politics. And you know, when you listen to that interview that Sean did with Deacon Harold Burke Service, that's one of the things that Deacon Harold talks about I know, immediately. He says, I, I can't do that. I can't be around people who listen so much to it. He goes, it's just, it doesn't bring the peace of mind that, you know, sometimes we think it will prayer is prayer is guadalupe radio network to continue to help people oh thank you so much for that prayer marv 800-476-3311 800-476-3311 oh no dave we still don't have anyone on the phone n-o-n-e you know none is becoming the biggest religious affiliation here I in know. america there is None, no affiliation. No affiliation and at all. Currently, there's no one on the phone. And a lot of those nuns in the culture are former Catholics, and the only reason people leave the faith is because they don't know the faith, right? They, and they don't understand the Eucharist. I mean, it's got to be a certifiable fact that if you believe in the real presence of the Eucharist and you put the you take that into your mind and your heart, you will never leave the Catholic Church. I had a friend text me the other day, and he was all frustrated about things going on in the church and. You know uh, the the Bishop Strickland situation and all that, and he said, and I and I said, where am I going to turn? I mean, the Catholic Church has the fullness of truth. I mean, the, the, I will never, I've never even thought about leaving the Catholic Church. I mean, this this is home, okay? This is it, and you know, and this is what we broadcast every single day is the truths of our beloved Catholic faith. And right now, we need a few people to help us raise eighteen hundred and thirty two dollars. Uh, $1,832. Remember that catalyst caller that started that last flurry? And we said, you know, if you just call any donation, any size, you know, there's going to be a bunch of calls that come right after that. And uh, it happened. You know, we were up to, to four or five calls really quickly. So can somebody do that? Just call in. Uh, we've got time. Five minutes. Do your 30 a month or your 50 a month. Maybe there's an archangel donor out there. 1-800-476-3311. 
1-800-476-3311, All right, that donation that I'm, I'm not allowed to talk about because I've already mentioned it, that, that would do it, okay? I, I, I don't have <laughs> you, that you rule. You can mention it, He's yes. talking about a Fatima donation of 1917 to represent the year that Our Lady of Fatima appeared to the children in Fatima. We've got one person on, Dave. If you All donate right. at that level, you will guarantee that we hit this goal. Uh, but if you also can just do the Archangel donation, I'm pretty confident that we'd be able to hit it. Or if we got five people calling in and doing the dollar a day, $30 a month, we just need the phone lines to be lit up. And I feel so confident, Dave, that we could hit this. We have four minutes left in the hour. Don't let it slip by. It's matching gift money. Eight, oh, oh, sorry, I almost said 8000 That was not right. We started with 8500 but we've raised $6,668 so far. And we have 1832 to go. One person on the line, Sandy, is taking a call right now. We've had 19 calls this hour, which is really pretty high, which is awesome. But let's go ahead and make it a bell ringing hour too. We have $1,832 to go. Can you help us? 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. We're getting close to calling out for a short person. So if you, you think you can do a donation somewhere around the Archangel level, $1,500 one time, you could be our bell ringer. Call in right now. And tell the volunteer that I will cover whatever you are short for this hour. So once all the other calls clear, whatever's left, you can cover it and make sure that we ring the bells. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. We've got still just one person on the line. Can you be our short person and help us guarantee this hour? I love that uh, that 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 sound in your voice, uh, Cicely. It's just like, can you be our short can person, you please? Yeah, I, I, I'm oh, not please. a bad bug baby. <laughs> at all. It's hey, all for Catholic it's like Radio. That song, Ain't Too Proud to Beg. Ain't Too okay. Proud to Beg for Catholic that, 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 Radio that, and the Salvation that, of that, Souls. That should Dave. be one of the themes of Ain't our share of thought. I can sing it. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, that's what, I started singing the, the verse, which has nothing to do. You know, Ain't Too Proud to Beg. <laughs> yeah, it's not that okay. the temptation. If you want to stop me singing, please call in right, <clears throat> right now. 1 800 476 3311. 1 800 476 3311. And uh, two minutes to go. And uh, this is the, okay, one minute to go. Ah! Manny, no. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Can we get a flurry of calls here to take care of us? One more person jumped on. That's very encouraging. Let's get three or four more. 800-476-3311. It's the first hour of our last day of our Christmas share-a-thon. This is the last share-a-thon we have of 2023. It's the, we're getting into the season of Advent. It's a season of generosity. Can you help us hit this goal? We start the day well. San Antonio's got all the volunteers ready to take the calls. I think we might have had a third one jump on. Oh, this is getting good, Dave. We need to get a few more people on. Can you donate right. at the Archangel donation level? I think if you do one more Archangel called in right now, Dave, we would hit this goal. 1832 is all we have left, and we have seconds left in this hour. All right, 1-800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311 is the phone number, but all right, uh, are you going to come through in uh, in the clutch here? Uh, 1-800-476-3311, let's hear from you. We have a total of uh, 1832 to go, three people on the line. Call up and say, I want to be the short person. Thanks so much for your support. Big, big news for next hour. Stay tuned. It's going to be very exciting. We'll be back with more of the 2023 Joy to the World Christmas Sherathon on the Guadalupe.